0: Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn
1: about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and Isaac Bayer. Welcome to this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. Joining me, co-host from time to time. Actually, most of the time, Isaac Bear. It's not
0: DJ Pig, ladies and gentlemen. You know who it is.
1: And Isaac, I'm glad that you're here Go ahead because and-
0: Go ahead and yeah, thanks, well, thanks, thanks for that, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah, I kind of gave you a good answer. Uh, be a little nice to me, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, keep being nice to me, real quick, just for a little bit. I'm glad that you're here. Uh, this is a topic that uh, I think is going to allow us to revisit one of the greatest and 2 k moments in history. We'll get to that later, but uh, people thank you that for are, that. Thank that you are, for that. People that are clicking on this uh, episode, they're clicking on it because they're like, wait a second, you're telling me all you need to know is going to take one of the oldest problems known to man mm. and try to fix it in, yeah, but 30, problems, in 30 minutes. Yeah. What, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Problems is quite the word to use
1: it. This is something that has puzzled people for decades and here. And like I said, a period of 30 minutes, you and I are sitting down, and solving this issue. So I'm glad that you're here because I feel like you're the right person for the job. Uh you brought a lot of good ideas Thanks to the table. Um I reached out to DJ. Oh boy. I reached out to DJ for no comment. He um some ideas. He did not message back. Yes. Uh he's busy though. He's got a lot going on. So um well, debatable. Well, he does. No, he, he has a lot going on. So
0: I don't think I, I don't think DJ does. I think I think DJ's throwing in the towel. Let's, hey, let's call it like it is. His his days are numbered.
1: He's not throwing, you know, in a towel. I know it. He's throwing Dad
0: it. knows it.
1: He's everybody throwing, everybody
0: knows it. All the breakers know it.
1: He's throwing the towel towards his profession. Right? So I think what's the difference in life. You have one towel, right? And it has to, <laughs> it has to be thrown in one direction. So whether it be towards something, maybe you're throwing it towards, uh, somewhere where you want to be. Maybe uh, you're throwing it in as in whatever you're doing or have been doing, you're going to just stop it right there. Or maybe you've made a mess and you're throwing the towel towards that. There are a lot of different places you can throw the towel. DJ's not throwing the towel in. The towel is just being thrown to something else that requires attention. That's all that it is, Isaac. So uh, let's not mention DJ anymore because that's not the topic of today's episode. It's not episode (laughs) 216 DJ Pig. This is a topic that... Can we have
0: an episode of DJ Pig?
1: No. About DJ Pig without no. DJ on it? I literally just said, let's not mention him anymore. <laughs> Why not? Uh, we're actually going to go ahead and skip all of the intro stuff because there's so much what? to get to with oh, this wow. topic. This is I'm un- gonna... unprecedented. I know, but like I said, we have a lot to get to. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, thanks for tuning in and listening. Hopefully, we get some new listeners from this, uh, uh, some people that might like baseball, huh? which is probably zero people uh we're really we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel with this idea and if we're trying to tap into a demographic that is already struggling and the uh, seeing a sport that is slowly dying as far as viewership we're not doing a very good job trying to tap into that market with a podcast but you did invest in am radio that's true and without further ado this is episode 216 how to fix the game of baseball
0: Baseball, baseball—you know the classic chant, the classic American chant in the baseball stadiums. Baseball, we love baseball, we love it just like that.
1: Every game. Uh, I think I think you might be getting that confused with like "Take me out to the ball game." Um, oh, you know, I don't take think so. me out to the ball uh-huh. game. I don't know. Take that. me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts oh, and crackers. Cracker Jack. Jack. We do
0: love Cracker I Jack. I
1: don't care if I ever come back. So yep. it's root. Uh-huh. Root, root for you're the whole team. You're going to sing the whole thing right here. If they uh-huh. lose, it's a shame. I love just dancing one, in front of the camera. Two, three strikes. That's you're really out nice. Too bad they can't the see old that. Ball game.
0: Thanks for that. That was great. So that's what you were confused You did sing right? the whole
1: thing. Baseball. We love baseball baseball
0: yeah we love it that was the last line but i maybe i'm getting confused
1: but that's the problem some people might be singing that song isaac but others are saying i simply can't watch this i cannot spend (laughs) three and a half four hours watching a game that is slow in pace uh not very exciting minimal action right if you cut together uh the action sequences of a baseball game you've got about 15 seconds right right well what do you say about golf
0: if I said the same thing,
1: I've never tried to convince someone that golf was exciting. So I'm not that's not an argument that I have to I don't have to stand on that hill and try to convince someone that golf's exciting. That's a great point. And we're not for the best talking you, about I think. we're not talking about how to fix the game of golf. Now that's that a whole other true. thing that people don't I'm, even care about. People, I am
0: sabotaging the topic left right right.
1: Sort of care about baseball. And so the reason American why we're too. saying how to fix the game of baseball. Whenever we say that it's not about rigging games right we've i think we've covered the topic on yeah, all you I know yeah. our oh, yeah. sports rigged um, this is not like oh how to fix a game to where one team wins and the other team loses no 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 we're talking about the you know the problems which i just talked about how it's boring it's a slow pace it's uh not not a lot of action i just said that a couple minutes yeah you know, i'm not really sure why i said it again but we're oh, talking respectful. we're we're giving uh i guess alleviations to those issues right what we're going to be talking about today should help viewership should help. You want to make it more entertaining? up. Yes. We want, want to, to bring make it
0: less balanced, less competitive, more entertaining.
1: Yes. Uh, we want to bring viewership. We want to create scenarios where people yeah. say, I simply cannot miss that. If they turn on their TV in the morning and it says, Hey, how's it going? Everybody today, you're going to expect some rain, uh, bring that umbrella, uh, Joe Biden said this. Can you believe that? And lastly, tonight, you won't want to miss it. And then we'll... The baseball game. These, the baseball game. And you won't you won't guess what's going to happen tonight. Most of the time, if you think baseball, you know what's going to happen. There are nine innings. They swing at the ball. Swinging at the ball. A couple home runs. Maybe a ground ball. A uh, couple outs here or there. A couple maybe, fights if you're lucky. Uh, maybe, you know, a bench is clear. Uh, call to the bullpen. Everybody knows how a baseball game works, especially you. And so that's why I'm excited to have you here. Yes.
0: And we're going to go ahead. I love it when you point out my expertise every time I come on. You do love to point out that I do know a lot about the topic at hand. Yes. I imagine it's why you bring me on, and I can always
1: appreciate that you do that on on, national television in front of everybody. On that note, let's go ahead and jump into our list of different ways of fixing the game of baseball, making it more entertaining, speeding it up, things like that. First thing we have Isaac uh and of course the audience is is listening robot umpires explain what we mean by robot umpires Isaac uh so you've ever played Rock'em Sock'em robots yes
0: it's like we put one of those guys in an ump hat okay down at the pit down at the batter's box and sure. he just he's pretty much taking over the job of the umpire and it's a little cheaper on the stadiums since they're you know, having trouble bringing in viewership, bringing in money.
1: And would the robot serve any other purpose? Uh, Because most of the time people think of a robot strike zone and it would, it would get rid of the umpire. And so then you would just have strikes and balls called. Uh, Of course, if you throw a strike in the strike zone or throw a baseball in the strike zone, that's a strike. If you throw a baseball outside the strike zone, that's a ball. And so, because yeah. of the issue that is, is this how that works the issue right now umpires are behind home plate it's human uh, error that's involved they can call a ball that's sometimes a strike they can call a strike that's sometimes a ball people get upset about that so they they're can thinking, get upset they're saying let's just put a robot back there so so keep going on that because i i was kind of starting to ask the question is that their only purpose or would they perhaps have some sort of fireworks shooting out of their mouth uh things of that wow. nature I don't think so.
0: I mean, that would be interesting, maybe a little dangerous. I think it's just going to be a robot and he looks at the ball as it comes and he goes, strike one. Okay. Strike two. And then he goes, foul ball. Yep. Just like that.
1: Okay. And I like that. I think I would actually really enjoy that. And what about the diehard baseball fans that love right. when, whenever a, a uh, manager comes out of the, dugout and gets in the face of an umpire would that still happen with a robot umpire it
0: would so what the strategy i think would be is when the coach is upset they quickly swap the robot for a a person kind of a stand-in wow so you can take that anger out you know on the person yeah in a normal way against i really like
1: that I think person that feels i think that's one of the first logical steps i mean a lot of these uh these things that we're going to offer today are logical next steps for baseball but robot umpires i think has to be one of the first things that baseball does in order to kind of move towards the future and be in a better place um the next idea, idea the next idea that isaac and i kind of cooked up is something called a blindfold inning and i'll, I'll take this one isaac
0: please I'll, do because This was your idea mostly here.
1: What we mean by a blindfold inning, and let me remind you, we're trying to create circumstances where people say that it is must-watch television. They can't turn away from the screen. Imagine two baseball teams for one inning every single week. They have to blindfold themselves. So I'm saying that one team would blindfold themselves while the other team would, would still be unblindfolded. It brings strategy into play because if you haven't blindfolded yourself early in the week, well, later in the week, it might be a crucial part of the game. You have to blindfold yourself for an inning at least now that's going to cause some issues because of course you won't be able to see, uh, and that's an important part of baseball whenever it comes to to everything. Trying to yeah. hit the baseball, trying to ball, catch the baseball, trying to throw ball, the baseball. Throw a
0: ball, run, walk in a straight line, I get to a base,
1: but get to the dugout. As challenging as that might be, Isaac, would it be entertaining?
0: Um, it, I think it can be entertaining, definitely, on some certain circumstances. For example, I throw a baseball, it hits you right in the head at 85 miles an hour. I'll tell you what.
1: I'm blindfolded,
0: or you're blindfolded. You've got it. Doesn't matter. If I throw it at your head and you're blindfolded, you can't see it coming. But if I throw no. it and I'm blindfolded, I don't know I'm throwing it at your head.
1: Right. And I and mean, if I see
0: a man get beamed at the speed of a car in the in the noggin, hey, who doesn't want take to see my that. money?
1: Yep. <laughs> exactly right. It's a little barbaric, but I think it presents unique opportunities for the game of baseball. So blindfold inning not our best idea uh but we've got plenty of them and, let, and let's go ahead and move on to the next one uh it's called a byob bring your own bat and what bring we, your we, bat
0: to bring your bat to work day
1: and by that we don't mean just a regular old bat right but it could be it could be you could use a regular but would bat it be though like, let me ask you that let me stop you right there would it be what would you bring well, I think so. People are confused if they're listening right now because they're like, bring your own bat to work. Like most players already do that. We're saying you can bat with literally any object. Yeah. You could bring a fire hydrant. You could bring uh, a frozen baguette. You can bat with anything that you want to. You a could guitar. bat with Quinn Eaton. You could pick me up by the ankles and swing me if you wanted to. It's bring your own bat day. Yeah, and let's let's
0: call it like it is. Despite the you know hundred years or more of baseball history in America, the creation of multiple types of bats uh, designed specifically to remain strong and hit accurately and well weighted, uh, all of that research and experience falls away uh, to nothing.
1: When so al- you can. So Albert swing. Pujols can walk up to home plate. Here's yeah. Albert Pujols with a frozen pizza.
0: And, and there and he you goes. You get to watch
1: Albert Pujols swing with a frozen pizza. I mean, come on! You're tuning in simply because you want to know what your favorite baseball player is going to bat with that night. What on are some other objects from, you could think on of? on
0: a scale from one to ten? How excited are you if you watch a blindfolded pitcher throw a ball at a guy using Little Debbie snack cakes to hit the the ball?
1: A, a box of Little Debbie snack cakes, or an in you would, you would like have to a think. single.
0: Handheld little Debbie snack cake.
1: Now I see that that doesn't get me. It's got to be big ticket items, right? I'm thinking he goes to the what about store. an
0: entertainment system? So
1: like a sound bar.
0: Y- well, like a whole entertainment
1: system. Okay, yeah, no, that would be interesting. I was gonna kinda, wind up kind of like a shot put. I'm thinking something that's that doesn't have a lot of stiffness to it. So maybe uh, I don't know. Let's just say Adam Duvall, uh, who plays for the Braves. Goes to the fish market, picks up a, a a large eight foot trout, right? Not eight eight foot eight inch trout, and then and then eight swings inch. eight and there's then no swings. trout
0: that's eight foot, and there's definitely no trout that's eight inches.
1: So in somewhere in between there, a, a good sized trout that's got some like a foot to and it. a half long
0: trout, maybe yes. maybe a two foot trout.
1: Yes, a two foot trout, and that and he what just swings trout, it
0: though, like a rainbow trout.
1: It's just whatever's available in the local market. I just think that that would be a great. Freshwater trout, sure, whatever trout it is, it would be fun to watch a baseball player swing a dead fish and try to make contact with a baseball. And I can't you imagine it would be
0: before or after they move upstream for breeding
1: season. Well, like I said, it it, it doesn't really matter wh- what trout, how long it is, or where it's from. It's just the fact that it's a trout. I think that alive, be... huh? A live trout. Well. It could be live or dead, and and something that I just thought of. Of course, you've, God, him, you've, got baseball, you, <laughs> you've got you've got a baseball you've got a baseball player you've got a baseball player whose name is Mike Trout. He could use a trout <laughs> to hit a baseball on Bring Your Own Bat Day in, Mike the, in trout, Major League Baseball. Breaking news: Mike Trout hit a home run with a live rainbow trout. And you are tuning in. People are <laughs> are are saying what? You, they get an alert on their phone. Must see: Mike Trout hits home run with a trout. <laughs> You're tuning in, and these are these are the things that we're talking about. The next one that we have on on our list of things to fix oh, baseball.
0: Goodness, that's so funny.
1: Jello bases. Now this now, is that's just, a
0: terrible idea. Now it's what not. an awful idea.
1: And the rule you really is
0: the ball on this one.
1: No, no, no. The rule is in order to stay on base, or in order to be considered safe on base, you have to take a bite out of the base. So each what uh, each plate, so home plate for second and third, are replaced with the you know the same dimensions, uh, just jello, and so On sand. Yes, and so players a chunk of jello in sand. Players have to slide, and it would it would benefit them to slide head first in these scenarios in order to slide and take a chomp out of the jello base. And as long as they take a chomp Simulate out of the jello base, they're safe. Sound.
0: Simulate that scenario by sound. He hits the ball, ding,
1: and now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it's as simple as that. And then you watch the slow mo replay the jello jiggles like, as they <laughs> as they run into it. I mean, it's 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 a good idea. I don't know why you shot this one down so fast. Well,
0: probably just because it's in the sand and if you slide into it it's going to be sandy and if you're the first guy to go it probably won't be sandy but if you're the but second guy to go it's going to be covered in
1: it's, the sand it's all going to the same place though you know like it's what not, do you it's, mean it's, by that well like you know how people always say like oh gross you took a bite of that apple pie right after you ate a piece of shrimp like it's all going to the same place so but dirt, it's got jello. sand which isn't edible is the well, difference. you can digest it if it's all going to the same place. So you get the Jello and the dirt; it doesn't really matter. I mean, man up if you're worried about getting a little dirt in your Jello. So I think that this is a really good idea. Um, and how just, much Jello
0: do you think is left after the eighth inning?
1: No. So here's here's the catch: is a- after every inning, you do have to replace the bases. Uh, just just to because think about it. If you have an inning where some a team scores a couple of runs, maybe th- four or five runs, that's a lot of base runners. That's a lot of chomps taken out of the jello bases. So you got to have it's not that yeah. much. I mean it's just uh, Well, are you sure? 36 jello bases ready to go and and it's not you know for an entire <laughs> game you just replace the jello bases. What if I trip and fall? It'll break your fall. It's jello. But now I've turned the one Jello base into a hundred thousand Jello blobs. So you bring out another Jello base. It's really not that. So you're gonna it, need a couple of spares. Yes, it might slow down a couple of things, but it's the fact that you get to watch professional baseball players slide and try to take a bite out of Jello, and if they don't, they're considered out. I think that that's a great, great opportunity, and then you get some very emphatic calls, right? So if they slide into home plate and they miss the The jello base, they don't get a job right. out of it. He's out. You know, or you are out. Oh, that's right. I forgot about. It. So three outs. That's one thing that I love about baseball is the the strike calls, right? so if the if the umpire's behind the plate and they go, that's a strike, right? Steve Reich. And then two strikes. Hoo. And then third strike is a little bit more emphatic. like that, a little punch out. Is I that love true? A good punch out. That's actually a good poll question. Do you love a good punch out?
0: Do you love a good punch out? Hey, vote on the poll. Visit the Twitter, vote on the poll.
1: Next uh, thing to fix baseball, Isaac. This one is one that uh, was primarily your idea, and I'll go ahead and, and describe it a little <laughs> bit. You're, you're proposing that in the outfield area of the baseball field, there are large holes that drop down into uh, pits. It could be separate pits or all one consecutive pit running underneath the outfield. Uh, with a large monster in it, such as uh, Star Wars, where they drop people into the pit in Jabba's palace. So this is what, like an outfielder, if a ball is hit out towards them, they have to simultaneously try to catch the ball without falling into the pit that could lead to their demise? Right. Yeah,
0: no, you got that right. And when I brought that up, I was thinking about the Rancor from Star Wars. Um, I think the only way that we would really... (laughs) be able to implement that is to genetically design the rancor from star wars
1: so it only works if you get the the similar or i guess the exact same creature from star wars to to live in the pit underneath the base right
0: field. yeah you wouldn't want to have like a lion or a grizzly bear in there it's not it doesn't hold the same kind of
1: you know right like terror yeah because that that creates a a sort of catch 22, right? The the player is like, Hey, I need to catch this ball to help my team. But I also don't want to fall into the pit with the monster and be torn
0: alive limb from limb.
1: Yeah. while I'm
0: trying to catch the ball for
1: this team. And that's where I don't think that the players union for the for Major League Baseball would be in favor of endangering their lives, uh, having these pits. But just imagine how fun that would be turning it on or even going wow. to a game and seeing that live. Yeah. Watching the blood spatter onto your fellow baseball
0: watchers. That is an experience to be appreciated.
1: Well, it's I like think. the olden times, right? Whenever the Roman empire was at its peak, uh, people uh, would get together and, and watch things in the Coliseum. Yeah, that is true, I guess. Um, so it's just like that. except now uh, in baseball. Hey, I will say I
0: think that uh, we should cover the pits with a with a with a uh, a small layer of sod, so you can't see. You just go. That way, you don't have to worry. You don't have to dodge it. You take I, one small. You take one wrong step, and thump,
1: so and you're you saying go. you're saying that the players don't know where the holes in the outfield yeah. would be. Basically,
0: if you are an outfielder, you know, you would definitely want to take that. out a
1: great life insurance policy. I think you have to. Excuse me, you have to have the holes visible in order for the outfielders to attempt to avoid them. I think that there is a little bit of strategy uh in that. What happens if we'll a ball goes into the pit? It once the sod goes. What happens, say, wow,
0: there's one right there.
1: what happens if the ball goes into the pit? Does a player have to go <laughs> down into it to get it?
0: No, that's too far. We don't okay. let's not get out of hand. It would
1: just be like a, a let's ground,
0: not let's not exaggerate. Right it'd be a ground right? rule
1: double. Right.
0: Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking.
1: So, okay. Yeah. Good. hey, the next one that we have on our list of ways to fix baseball celebrity shots what do we mean by that what do you mean by that so it's similar to the idea of a pinch hitter in baseball right and you know you know how pinch hitters work at a certain point in the game uh, a manager Mm -hmm. can choose to choose a player that's on their bench that hasn't been playing in the game and put them in the game to pinch hit right so it would be like that except Uh, instead of it being a regular baseball player oh my god tom cruise is coming up in the seventh inning (laughs) people are going to be turning the tv on Oh, cruise it's a tight one here there's some postseason baseball and zendaya is coming up to bat first in the eighth inning Uh uh-oh this team let's just say the uh st louis cardinals are down to their final out in the world series they need a hit to continue their postseason run and here comes steve buscemi i think that if that opportunity presented itself for celebrities to get basically what you would call celebrity shots just potential opportunities to come into a game and have an exciting moment people would turn the television on don't you think
0: uh well you I you know it's gonna be one of those things you, you want to know you want to know who's coming out you want to know when they're coming out if I hear Zendaya's coming out I'm sh- I'm I'm not worried but if I hear that you know Shaquille O'Neal mm. Shaq mode coming out and he's, he's got a, he's got the bat in the palm of his hand hey what do you mean to say about that you know it doesn't so, get, get any it's a better than that experience.
1: Does not get any better than that and it would just be i mean it'd go go viral on twitter it would be trending on all social media platforms like if you said Shaq came out and tried to hit a baseball uh Shaq in a mode in a meaningful meaningful mlb game so celebrity shots not our worst idea not our best because you'd have to get celebrities to be willing but it would be something that that brought viewership numbers up it does without exist. a doubt hey Let's move on to the next one. This one's pretty simple. Okay. Trampolines at the warning track. So okay, we've kind of touched on it before, um, or at least in this episode. People love to see a home run get robbed if it's not if it's their team robbing the that home run. That is so right? true. So imagine you know, someone hits a home run and it's it's just barely over the wall. Right now a regular mlb outfielder can't get to it it's just out of play it's out of reach they can't get to it they might try to jump but it's just out of reach it's too far this would provide an excellent opportunity for outfielders to utilize the trampolines and so instead of a warning track which is like dirt on the outer part of the outfield that's what they say it would be a trampoline to where if they timed it correctly they could jump 10 15 feet up in the air to catch a ball that was clearly heading into, uh, you know, into the out of bounds area and being a home run. Uh huh. Uh-huh. A couple things, a couple things. I'm going to swing by you here. Okay. Rapid fire. First thing, cleats on
0: a trampoline. What do you think about that? It'll work perfect. What's your next question? Next question is momentum. If you're running top speed at the wall, you hit a jump to go high. Where do you go from there? It'll
1: be like crowd surfing that the fans will catch the player and send them back into the field. Yes. Hopefully they catch it. Okay. Anything else?
0: Um. Uh, curious about the footing of the player when they're running top speed and they instantly sink into a trampoline.
1: We're going to sacrifice some ankles in this scenario, but mm-hmm. that sacrifice is worth seeing some incredible plays. I think. Right. I think you have to, you have to, a related question to that is okay. one massive long trampoline or
0: multiple tiny trampolines side by side,
1: tiny trampolines side by
0: side. What yes. about the connection there? Yeah. How does that uh, work? If you don't, it's all land about on timing and it's all about timing on the middle bar.
1: It's all about timing. These it athletes is all about timing. These athletes put so much time into their, say that better myself, into their craft. Right, so you just have to. That's part of it now. Um, I think it would be pretty simple. So trampolines at the warning track, another great idea to fix baseball. Moving right along, yeah. One of my favorite ideas that you came up with. Simply put, lube up the balls. Talk about that.
0: I I will
1: talk about that.
0: I'm thinking there. I mean, I mean, really, if you think about it, there's so much different the uh, different material you could use to lube up the ball really. I mean you could use something like well, lube bacon up the, lube. Right. Up the balls. I mean yeah 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 Plural. yeah, yeah. yeah. You, in a That's, baseball
1: game multiple yeah. baseballs
0: are being used. Right. You could like lube up the multiple you lube up like the ball bucket with mm-hmm. uh bacon grease or olive oil. You could butter it in hot butter. You you know there's just, a variety of it's
1: a great idea you. because right now they're trying to keep baseball players from putting sticky stuff onto the baseballs to make it easier to control. Right. So pitchers are putting uh pine tar or, or sticky substances, <coughs> excuse me, onto the baseball so they can create more spin. They can move the ball more. If you lube it up, that takes more or less, they don't have any control of the ball. So it does make it a little bit more dangerous for the batters, And it also makes it dangerous for maybe for the the fielders of the of the baseball. Right. So the infielders and outfielders, if they try to, you know, they catch the ball with their glove and then they try to reach for it. It's all lubed up and it's hard to throw it. It's just hard to throw glances, slides even right off the bat, right out of the glove. Mm -hmm. It would just create um, chaos. And I think that's a really good idea. You are we'll, an agent of chaos. That we'll leave true. it. We'll leave it at that. Next one that we have, um, this is just a simple, I think, uh, idea that really any ballpark could implement at this moment, at this very moment. Uh, work with your local uh, animal shelter and have an adoption night. Right? I think that that's great. It brings families uh, to the to the stadium and allows them to interact with pets, except you don't have them, you know, at the front gate or, you know, in the concourse of the stadium, you let them out on the field. So there are dogs, cats, birds, uh, whatever animal might be in a, in an animal shelter, just wandering around loosely on the field. So they're kind of getting in the way, you know, you, you throw a pitch and you hit a ball and then a, a golden retriever runs after it, picks it up and runs out of the stadium. Hey, that's a home run. You didn't get the that ball is- and, and, and throw the guy out. The golden retriever got it. So it's just anything huh. goes. All the animals are out there. What do you think? I, uh, You know what? This one seems
0: a little off base as to what we've been talking about. I got to say, it
1: doesn't quite fit the theme. I'm not sure how I feel about this one. It's a good idea, though. I mean, put it, put it in the file of good ideas, at least. It is a good idea to have animals
0: play against you in
1: baseball. I think. Well, and it's not like an airbud situation. It's just they're. Oh, out it's there. not. Yeah, there's a live cat. Oh, uh, you well. know, scratching ferociously at your kneecaps while you're trying to turn a double play. I mean, it's stuff like that. Where it people are going to say, "Scratching ferociously." I gotta see this. People say what? There's a cat. There's a cat scratching. That's at Air Starling Blood. Marte. Yeah, yeah. That 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 cat's name Air Pal. Air pal, whatever air, air pal is the cat. Yes. And so we just created a movie franchise there too. Hey, moving on. This is one that you came up with. Simply put drones. Explain. Yeah. Uh,
0: so Yeah. To, to get them involved. This isn't, this isn't your normal camera drones. We're not talking here about camera drones, right? I'm talking about um, a drone affixed with a, a item that, that grabs the baseball out of midair. Yes. A New position on the for the for the team. They stand on top of the dugout with the remote and they attempt to swoop the ball out of midair via drone. Does the drone have a net? Well, we don't know. Does the drone have a magnet? It's hard to say.
1: We haven't gotten that far.
0: There is a baseball attaching mechanism to the drone. And if and and well, we I'll tell you, we also didn't get so far as to the, the significance of the drone, but something cool will happen. And something good would happen for that team were the drone to collect the baseball out of midair.
1: Of course, what you just mentioned is is completely 100% what we mentioned and talked about before uh whenever we were creating this list. Another thing that yeah. we mentioned is the drone's ability to perhaps blind people, whether that be like creating a reflection that uh you know, blurs someone's vision or just simply has a, a can of mace connected to the bottom to where if You hit a ball. If your team hits a ball up in the air, it's a pop fly, right? An easy out for the other team. Instead of it being an easy out, the drone can fly and try to create a diversion, whether that be temporarily blinding uh, the player or more permanently blinding the player with mace. Um, Things like that would be possible with this drone. So I think it's a really good idea. And before, before we get to the holy grail of ways to fix baseball, we do just have one more and it is called Office in the Outfield Day. So it sounds like Angels in the Outfield Day, but instead of that, it's a beneficiary where I guess it benefits small businesses in the local community that are connected to the stadium. Right. Basically what they do is they set up uh, however many cubicles you need uh, out on the baseball field. And while the baseball game is going on, you're literally just trying to work. You're making phone calls, you're sending emails, you're filing uh, different things. And so it's office in the outfield. Um, it gives a great experience for small businesses and other you know corporations that might be interested. And then it also is like, right. how, how are they going to throw to first base when there's a cubicle set up? They've got the water cooler set up uh, in front of third base things like that. Like it just kind right. of it's a change of scenery and I think that, that would really benefit baseball in certain s- scenarios and circumstances.
0: And I yeah, you know and I hear what you're saying about that. I am I'm questioning how you're able to to play the game uh with people just on the field. Yes. Uh, but you know what? I don't really want to think too much about it.
1: That's I don't that, really want to put key. a lot of
0: thought into it. I just think I'm going to take it at face value. And I like that idea. I like the sound of it and I won't consider the specifics.
1: Well, think of it. It's benefiting the business because they get exposure, right? They're literally on TV. They are um, exposed working to baseball. uh, Yeah. To possible danger too. It helps the two baseball teams involved because, you know, of course they're getting to kind of do charitable, charitable work and help a small business. Um, and then it helps viewership because, like I said, people are going to say, wait a second, is that my uncle Fred? You know, Uncle at, Fred, at, what are
0: you doing on the field?
1: Yeah. Why is he making a phone call at home plate while, why is while the Marlins are Fred trying to use the fax machine? Yeah. In the exactly. bottom of the seventh. In the bottom of the seventh. Hey, talking about the bottom of the seventh, that brings some high pressure situations. <laughs> You've got the seventh inning stretch and the game is coming to a close usually. Uh, you know you've got a couple innings left after the seventh inning. Let's talk about the most important rule, the most critical rule that we came up with, and the most impactful rule that we could think of. And it's a c- continuation of one of the greatest rules yep. that an you an have
0: adaptation, ever you would say
1: you have ever proposed uh, to help the any sport really. It's the glass cannon rule. And people, any sport is a stretch. Long, long time listeners will know exactly what we're talking about when we talk about the glass cannon. Uh, but for those that are not Familiar with the glass cannon. Yeah. Can you can you give a basis as to how the glass cannon rule works? And I'll I'll get into the specifics as far as scoring, but I just want you to explain the premise.
0: Right. Okay. Well, I would like to start with a bit of context, my if I might be so bold. Sure. The context of the glass cannon rule for everybody listening is a player unarmed, unequipped, ill-fitted to play the game that he is paid to play. Yet, or she. Yet they depart and play the game anyway at a great risk in favor of an even greater reward. The original idea, football, a contact sport where a naked player would run around and have a series of, we won't get into it, but a series of better scores and different benefits being that he was naked on the football field at a great bodily risk.
1: And yes. And just to touch on those very quickly, if yeah. you put him in on offense and he scored a touchdown, it was worth double the points. If yes. you put this person in on, on uh, offenses and you kicked a field goal, this naked man kicked a field goal. It's worth six right. points instead of three, it's double the yeah. points double on the, points. the defensive side. If you put the glass cannon in and they tackle someone, remember, and let us remind you, this person is naked, completely, completely naked, mute. tackles someone uh, that is, you know, in complete football gear. If yep. they were able to do that, it would be in automatic safety. So that's for the football rules. Let me go through how the glass cannon would work in baseball. You would put in, of course, one person. It could be baseball or softball, of course, where we're not going to uh, say one gender and not mention the other. Um, it could be. It, it could be a, a position where you put him in on offense you could put him in on defense you could send the glass cannon in to pitch whether that be uh, a glass cannon to start the game where he goes you know six seven innings maybe you bring the glass cannon in as a closer right all of these scenarios i am a bit out. of a closer that is true so let's say that the glass cannon is on offense right if he hits the ball at all yeah right with a bat gets a, right gets a base hit um or Let's just say he hits it into an opening or even a foul ball. It's a home run. He's naked. He's up there risking it. Well, not a three point. It's just a free,
0: free point. Three oh, I thought point. you said
1: three point. I, I I wasn't sure what you said. It's a I free mean, point.
0: I, I know we're not talking about basketball here. OK, I'm a I'm kind of a baseball pro. All right. I, know, I can't I believe you. I, I didn't. Know. I can't so, believe that you would
1: assume that I would say that the naked person makes any sort of contact with the baseball whatsoever. It's a home run. If someone is on base, right? Yeah. If someone is on base. Uh huh. Or let's just, let's first off say, let's say that the naked person hits a, one, a home run and it's just him on base. That's a two run home run because he hit it because he's naked. Let's say right. someone's on base. And that's
0: tr- And that's fair.
1: What would be a two run homer would turn into four runs. What would be a three run homer would turn into six runs. If the bases are loaded, and you bring yeah. in the glass cannon, and the glass cannon hits a grand slam, the game is automatically over. It could be the second inning. It could be the first inning, have that. And the glass cannon comes in, hits a grand slam, the game's over. That's all of the Can benefits. you imagine? I mean, it would be electric.
0: That you paid so much money to go to that baseball game, and the glass cannon ended the game in the first
1: 60 seconds. 20 how, minutes, happy we, yeah, how happy would Yeah, 20 minutes
0: in how happy would you be for that you know
1: that'd be well, so cool it'd be a part of history i think you would have to remind yourself that now on the flip side if you sure. put the glass cannon in on defense if they catch the ball anywhere on the field it's worth two outs and I, it's important to uh, recognize that let's say that there are already two outs in the inning and a third out of course moves on moves the uh you know the game onto the next inning the two outs would still count. So you would start the next inning with one out. It's worth two outs no matter what. So that's that's important to, uh, important distinction that I want to point sure, out. Sure, sure, sure. If the glass cannon turns a double play. The so glass if cannon. If the glass cannon turns a double play, right? What
0: would you say to people
1: that didn't know what a double play was? If you just had to briefly mention what that So was. most of the time what a double play uh, consists of is there's a runner on first, and the person that is batting hits it towards someone. And then they throw, they, they field the ball, throw it to second and then throw it to first. So it's two force outs and it's a double play. So the glass cannon would literally have to be a part of any part of that play. So they could be uh, the one that throws it to second. They could be the yeah. one that uh, is on second throwing it yeah. to first, whatever it is. They could be the first baseman. The glass But They can't cannon. be the runner. No, they glass... simply could not be the runner. Well, if they were playing offense, they could be. So, if they turn a double play, it ends the inning, no matter what. So there could just be there could be zero outs. There could you know, I mean, it, it's it, a it's blessing
0: crazy. and a curse. You would say, right? Were your team to be down and you mm-hmm. needed the you needed the other half of that inning to bat, that would be that would be a bit of a a detriment. You'd have to play that a little bit strategically, I think. Well,
1: it would end the the defensive part of the inning. Uh, They would still get a chance to hit. But the most important part of the defensive role, if the glass cannon is playing in the outfield and robs a homer, we were talking about this earlier, the glass cannon jumps up on the wall, catches the ball, keeping it from going out into the crowd and being a home run, then instead of that home run counting for the team that is hitting, it counts for the team that has the glass cannon in play so you can actually score a run playing defense that is a rule that i love and then that of course that's credible I, I mentioned pitching if the you did uh, mention pitching if the person the glass cannon goes out and throws a mm-hmm. strike it's worth two strikes right and in the typical pitch count you have three strikes and four balls right because you are rolling out the glass cannon you would have six balls in play Right. And why is that? No pun intended, right? Because there, you know, there could be two balls exposed. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there could be. What are you, six what balls are total. you saying by that? A little interesting. So you get two extra balls uh, as a pitcher. That would be useful. Gotcha. Finally, if the glass cannon throws a no hitter for a no hitter game? game, a no hitter game, the glass cannon starts the game, finishes the game, and the other team doesn't, doesn't even get a single hit, then the winning team is given 10 automatic wins <laughs>
0: 10 wins now is and that that's,
1: 10 weeks worth of free
0: games or no, is that so, just 10 games to the list? And you said well we only played 30 it would games be like, it would but be i've like,
1: got 40 wins right so it would be like uh the next 10 games that they play it's just automatic w's and it just it sucks for the teams that they were supposed to play but the glass cannon threw no hitter what are the odds so let me ask you, let me propose to you a hypothetical. Sure. If I would be so bold. We're a glass cannon to,
0: th- to throw a no-hitter uh, against your team, right? They have, t- uh, what is it, 10 free wins? Yes. What if I say you play against the next team next week and we throw a no-hitter? Who wins?
1: With the glass cannon?
0: Yeah. Because – they got 10 free wins. and Now we've thrown no hitter. Explain yourself.
1: It would cause a lot of scheduling conflicts, but let's not get into the weeds, right? These are all great ways to fix the game of baseball, right? I think anything that we mentioned here would be helpful. It, and we've talked for long enough about it. I mean, at we this have? point, yeah, it, oh, flew, by. it it's, it's, flew by. It flew by. We've gone over by a good amount. So, no, no, no. This has been great. I know that Major League Baseball, there's so much more to talk about there, but we don't have the time. Major League Baseball is going to call us and say, these are great ideas. How much, how much money do we owe you? And we're excited for that opportunity. But Isaac, thanks for, you know, lending your expertise, some of the ideas that you had, Uh, you did a great job. And at this rate, we'll probably talk to you next week.
0: And I'm happy to be here. And I'm even happier to stay here. Right. Let
1: DJ know. All right. Well, Isaac and I just fixed baseball. That's going to do it for this episode. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm Isaac Bear. And this has been All You Need to Know.
0: This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.